I'm Stacy, and my name is Ohamanda Lopez. Um, we are out of town, you guys. We're in Austin for mm-hmm. sure. If anybody's ever been there, I've never been there before. Uh, you've never been here. You I've have been never here. been here before. That's such a I lie. I just figured out what Austin was two That's months so ago, sad. but it was only in relation to a separate story. I just feel like we should really teach people coming into this country a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I can't be right. When I got here, wow. this I'm going to tell you a couple things that I thought about America, okay, before I actually got here. Mm-hmm. Um, a, I thought that uh, Compton was to Los Angeles what Hamptons was to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a real, real, pr- uh, I thought that Compton was a vacation area for rich L.A. people um, because of the nice cars and just the seeming wealth. Um, what else did I think about America? This is my list that I'm doing for today, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought... You've um, done it before. I have, but this one specifically? Uh-huh. I love it. Okay, I'm going to do it again. Um, and then uh, what else? A Whoopi Goldberg. I thought she was super cool. She um, was like our Beyonce or like Tyra Banks, like our gorgeous black famous Of the woman. movies, yeah. yeah. I was in love with her. I also thought all elder white men were serial killers. That's another thing. You have so not I stayed been away from them. You have not been proven wrong. I have not. It seems to just uh, again and again. I thought um, because I only knew it from high from like high school movies. I thought, um, well, black people were amazing dancers and singers, um, but as a stereotype, you know. Mm-hmm. I still think that. Um, and then um, what else? I mean, really, that was it. Do you think some stereotypes are like okay to have? Yeah, like, w- yes, 100%. I said to a person one time, and this is a years ago, and I don't know, you know, I said, oh, well, like, Asian people are smart. He's like, yeah, but that's still racist. And I was just like, yeah, but it's nice. So you it's know? like, mm, it's not as bad if it's good yes, about it's them all. Yeah, I'm not saying you're bad drivers. I'm saying you're smart. What is a stereotype about Latin America that is good that you think of? That you guys are very passionate. Yeah. Okay. You don't think about it, you know? Yeah. It's fine. The is there anything else you can think of? Um oh, what are you guys okay, hold warm, on. Warm warm people. Okay. Everybody, um, I yeah. wanna introduce uh, You know what we didn't do? What? Introduce. Yeah, we didn't introduce well we had our listen, yeah. Our previous immediate, you know. But we didn't introduce and we didn't tell you. You guys, we have a guest. We do? Yes, I'm we're so in Austin excited. for a reason. We're here at the home of uh, host of Naughty Bits podcast. So you have your own podcast. So wow, okay, I guess we can both do it. Um, we, uh, we actually haven't recorded an episode in like a year, year and a half. But oh, okay. But you guys cannot find our backlogs anywhere because we did cancel our what's it called Pod Cloud. Pod cloud. I don't know. It's what's it's the one everybody uses. Pod Bay. Mm-hmm. E- uh, eBay. Yeah, we sold our wares the on gold eBay. Um, okay, Katie Stone. Hi. Welcome Hello. to. Hello. We usually. W- so we taught. We didn't tell her that. No, we didn't tell her. We don't tell her 
that oh we're gonna talk and we then we forgot our, our sweet main. friend is over here looking at us like well i mean you guys aren't really talking to me that's rude you thought we were rude no i did that's listen to your podcast before mm-hmm. but then i was like I did because you were like searching for stuff, and I have a painful know-it-all complex. So I was like, "Let me help you." You're like, "I see. I could. I could have an opinion there." Yeah, yeah. In that conversation, I can help stereotype people. What's the stereotype that you think about Latin Americans? Well, I said, I said, warm. Yeah, there. Warm. Yeah, like happy, warm. Mm -hmm. Um, like a nice tortilla. No, you don't don't all make that. You know, know, it's just for a few. Actually, less people make tortillas. She loves tortillas. She does love to be. You're the Mexican spokesperson. Spokesperson. Yeah, I speak for all Latin American countries when I say, um, "Vete gringo de mierda," and that's just like something we talk about. Oh, really? Tinyly, just in alleys. Very. Some people are going to really laugh when they hear that. I don't actually know what it means. Oh, um, I can't remember what I just said. That's actually true. Um, b- was it you said gringo and muerta? Does that mean death? Um, it does, but I don't think I said muerta. You oh, know, everybody listen fault. back. I think this is what I said. I said, uh, like, uh, fuck you, you shit gringo. She said something about death to white women. Nice. That is something um, I think about. It's actually a tattoo I have. If we got to be honest, I don't think we knew Latin America was anything other than Mexico. So, yeah. jokes on you, really. They are uh, they are <gasps> sort of the lens with learn which you look geography. at. Okay. You're she fine. We didn't learn it. Well, I know that I took the class, but who knows where Tampa is versus Mexico? Who knows? Okay. We went to public school in red states. Right. Yeah. <sighs> you don't need happened. to know them. Yeah. You know about right underneath you and right on top of you. That's about right. Mm-hmm. Not much Speaking has changed of to me. Sex. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of, let's talk about that. The fucking. Um, it is. Uh, you can make anything horny like that. Like what's on top of you, what's underneath you. Anything, if you really try hard enough, you can make horny. Um, okay, I'm gonna give you something, and I'm gonna need you to make it horny. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm you first, Katie. Then we'll do you, Stacy. Okay, make horny. Um, the sentence. I make horny. <laughs> yes. Um, make horny the sentence. Um, Mom, I just don't know where it is. Daddy, I just don't know where it is. Hey. I would say, um, I know where these are. These nuts. <laughs> okay. All right. You both have very. That's horny, right? You bo- I think you <laughs> just both. nuts are horny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do it, do it yourself. What did you do? Hey, oh, do it yourself. Oh. No, do it's it horny. What, do, what, what sentence should I make horny? The same one. Oh, um. Do you, do you remember? Yeah. Oh, something's wrong. Mom, I just don't know where it is. So, so I are you guys saying... So what I meant was not that you could just say something in a horny way. Like okay, well I don't know the nuances. Find the joke in like, you know, like the kid in seventh grade in the back of the class was like, "Yeah, I'll sharpen your pencil." Like he was, um, he was trying to make everything yeah. kind of perverted. Well, see, and mommy, I just don't know where it is. I wanted to be like, 
I can only find two holes or whatever, you know, because yeah. we've got too many down there, really. And it's the first jumble. time you learn about your urethra, you're just like, what even is it? And yeah. then you're like, you'll never be able to stick your finger. A couple in years it. ago, you'll never be able to stick your finger in it. So don't even try, Samantha. <laughs> God. <laughs> because you know what sucks? Not being able to stick your finger up there. Listen, um, you. Like, daddy, daddy can find it. Like, go ask your father. He can't find it either. Like, disgruntled wife. She's mad about it. You can make anything. It is kind of annoying. It's the equivalent of a guy going, that's what she said, or my wife, every time somebody says something close to that. It's just me going, um, last night at dinner, the waiter said, and the heads are edible on the shrimp. And he didn't say the shrimp part, so I said, same. And he didn't care for it. No, he didn't care he for didn't it. He didn't care for it. Uh, which I thought it was golden. I thought it was really good. I think maybe they're in a professional environment and they feel like, um, wow, that was inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Know? That's what I'm saying. I do. I or love it. Help me. He felt harassed as though you were coming on to him. <coughs> if that's the world we live in, I will not survive. I yeah, will you would not. not survive. Where do we go? I am now, I sound like a guy who's like, oh, I can't even talk to women anymore. I'm like, I can't talk about head to a waiter. Oh, okay. <laughs> fucking <laughs> communist. <laughs> uh, it's not how I feel, but I worry about other people. Feel Like, <laughs> if we pendulum swing the other way, I'm like, I'm a woman. I can say that. Oh, I can't say that anymore. You know, feck. Yeah. I do. I'm this trying is to figure it out. No, I get it. There's something that's like very murky about all of those politics, and especially when you flip them and like turn it back on women. I'm like, I don't know where the line is exactly, and it's like for me personally, I guess I would know because of how I feel. But I f- I feel that I have harassed people before. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, not if my parents or an employer is listening, not like I meant to, <laughs> or, well, I guess nobody's like, yeah, I meant to. <laughs> yeah, and it was, you know, I've never grabbed anyone. I'm yeah. gonna go make that girl feel uncomfortable. Um, I think, okay, what about you, Stacy? I see, I think, okay, listen, first I want to just talk about what she just said. You've done it before. You know, me too, on the other side. Um, so, it's, you think that it's just like, just funny or touch it you know like in a safe space like if we're friends or if you're like you know vibing or whatever not even sexual it's just like maybe something happened like you say something i don't think i think it's like fine if it's safe if you say something to me right now about anything on my body i would think it was nice or funny but if i didn't know you and i thought you might kind of be that kind of person i'd be like Fuck this bitch. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I'd hate you. But if I like you, then I'm fine with it. So wait, so I don't know how to figure it out. No, no, no. I think that's what this conversation is for. It's very, it's very weird. So I have, I example for like sure have. If that is the bar for everybody, this like, um, time's up, me too. Something like, if that applies to us too, like people who have been victims of it, I'm like, Oh, I've for sure said things about people, yeah. touched people, even a yeah. sh- on the shoulder. Well, <laughs> you got to think yeah. about it's a boundaries thing where it's like, oh, this is a dude friend. I've I had thought zero he boundaries. set me up for this. Also, society tells me that as a woman, he should want to 
have sex with me more than I do with him. Uh-huh. Therefore, this is okay. When I say this thing, it's really funny. If I talk about his dick, I have this thing where I like to ask people, <coughs> Katie, if I really tried, if I really, I wasn't joking, I was like seriously putting the moves on you, would you let me go down on you? She's just looking straight into my eyes. She's I'm waiting. watching. Yeah. You I really tried. I like you're you're beautiful and you're funny and you had a great set that night and like we just were like put the moves on laughing. Good. Yeah, like if she did that. Just the context and I was like, please l- let me go down on you. We don't know each other at this. No, point we know each other. Like right now. Yeah. Like s- I don't know that I would be. See, listen, Stacey. I don't like to complicate any relationship. <laughs> <laughs> listen, this is the question I. Ask. So that's the question I ask people. I think it's funny to hear what people have to say. And I think it's funny to watch them squirm. Last night I asked a married friend of mine, right in front of his wife. I was like, would you let me? You know, like I really tried whatever. And he finally was like, yeah, I'd let you. Right? And his wife is like laughing. She would let me too. She said yes. She said yes really fast. <laughs> um, I don't actually want to suck anyone's. Joke. I don't want to suck your dick. I don't want to mm-hmm. suck your clit. No offense. So specific. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's dick and clit. Yeah. They're what you suck. Yeah. Um, and some other things. Um, I don't want to, but I just want to know how what your thought like. I want to know what happens when I ask you that question and watch people go what or yeah or no. I wonder, and this is you know, it's harassment is what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, w- what I was gonna say is there's a there's a clear separation between how women get socialized and men get socialized that inherently affects how they behave. So while one behavior is okay for one group of people and not okay for the other. That still happens in in whoever, whichever gender you are. But my question is: is if we're trying to make all the standards the same and everything exactly the same, I mean, we got a road ahead of us. Like to take that all away, uh, it's it's just going to be a long and hard journey. But you do you understand what kind of a monster? But I've never forced anybody to do anything. I've never put somebody. I've never even. This is such a low bar. I've never even like kissed somebody who didn't fully want to kiss. You know, like I've always had enthusiastic yes instead of a no means no. You know, situation. But when you say something like that, like if we're gonna all be the same, I'm just like, oh, so I can't joke anymore. I'm like, I sound like a guy on the fucking internet. Yeah. You sound just like I don't like want to do that. <laughs> that's but so that's bad. but w- the context of who's saying it changes so much. Yes. Yeah. It's it's like we can't separate gender from the things that we say. It's very difficult to. And that and you not being able power like I can't hurt you. Yeah. Um, I think that's the core the 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 crux. Yeah. I can make you feel weird, mm-hmm. but I can't hurt you like I probably I'm not trying to brag. I could probably hurt you, Katie. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you know? Um, but I I don't think I could hurt anybody. You know, like, I've tried to throw a punch just to see if I could. Yeah. And I do like this. Like, um, yeah, but we're also talking about the same thing that they differentiate is, like, what is real rape versus, like, yeah. everything below that, which is, like, oh, okay, well, you violently, you know, took advantage of somebody. That's one end of the spectrum. But we're talking about another end of the spectrum, which is just because you're not capable of the very furthest one doesn't mean you're not capable. And I'm talking about you, me, all of us. But what I'm saying is what is what differentiates us 
that power of, well, of violence, that threat of violence. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's violence. I think it's other stuff too. Cause like, I do know that like as a white woman, like, like the idea of like sexualizing a black man mm-hmm. is like uh, something that we have done throughout time. And like, that mm-hmm. is an area in which like historically and culturally, like I might be programmed to feel that I have some sort of power or something. And that's something where I feel more sensitive. Like if I feel like I've hypersexualized you know, you hypersexualize any variety of men. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, like, I, I do, like, that's somewhere where I feel, like, a sensitivity of, like, oh, no, I don't, you know, like, I don't want to be playing into some sort of. No, I don't want to suck your dick, Jamal. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> you're just like, no, no, no. Oh, no. I mean, if it's welcomed, yeah. obviously. But I don't want <laughs> to go Jamal up Jamal tried, if he really yeah. tried, you're, like, <laughs> to go down on you. I do love the idea of dick and mouth, and you try to say, like, I'm an owl. Yeah, like I'm an ally to you. Even what if you're like your dick is you're in my more mouth. than just a color? Like well, the dick is because you're looking. That's me sucking your dick while talking. To yeah, you. no, I mean, okay, let's be real. I feel entitled to any man, but it's yes. a not okay that I feel entitled uh-huh. to black men. Does that make sense? <laughs> so there's a way. Yes, there's a certain. I kind of have that same quality where, like, if I want you, I don't want every person. I'm. I feel like yeah, like I deserve you. If I want you, that's like the dirty, the stupid, small part of my brain that if a guy doesn't flirt back, I'm like, what? Wait, did he understand? Excuse me. Um, So I'm like, oh, I'm entitled to it. I deserve it. I'll get it. Yeah. Because I'm a white girl who's gotten everything that I've wanted. I want very little. And if it's a black guy, because that's the stereotype, right? The Mm -hmm. hot black guy. Yeah. Um, And the white woman. You don't want to like think of them as that. You don't. You shouldn't. They're s- they're hot for so many more reasons. How are you doing with Black Panther coming out? I'm like, but you're struggling. Oh what? To no, not objective I mean sexualize objectify. Okay, well, and now I feel like I'm in this <laughs> weird territory. Obviously, sometimes I see black dudes and I'm like, yeah, I want. Fu-. It's just how I present myself uh-huh. thereafter, and you know, you know how you make it equal. You start. I mean, you start seeing Asian guys and you're like, yeah, fuck them. Yeah, I want to fuck them. Mexican That's guy. literally yes. my everyday. Okay. I want to fuck them. just fuck as many people as you can. And see, that all of it is such a beautiful smorgasbord <laughs> of, like, colorful dick that you could munch on. Wow. I yeah. love all the colors of the rainbow. Can yeah. I just say that? Uh-huh. Me too. Yeah. Not just black. I, like, so, uh, but I understand that thing of you, s- with all of this talk going on about being socially aware, the point is, is that when you see a black guy and you're like, fuck, he's hot, you start thinking, hey, you know what's not cool? The sexualization of black men and like this, is it bigger? Is it true? And then you start, it leads me down a road of like black women, how they're the worst treated. And I think about all of that and it cycles and it's just not fun anymore. Yeah. I just want to think about your pee pee. All colors. I um just to interject very tiny. People are gonna here. take that very seriously. No, no, no. no. They they will. I'm joking. Of course <laughs> you are. But let's also face the fact that like that's how I think too. Like I have to catch myself and I have to examine some of the more impulse feelings mm-hmm. that I have towards all sorts of people, not just sexually, but like like what have I caught in the last ten years of living in America? That maybe I didn't have before I moved here. Like mm-hmm. you are so immersed in that society that you will absorb stereotypes and racism in your own way. Okay, at the count of three, let's all say the worst stereotype that we abide Stacey. by. Okay, one, no, <laughs> no. 
No, hold on. Oh, no, am, no. oh, I'm sorry. Is this thing? Are we recording this? Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. No, Listen. Yeah, no, like I understand. Painful. It's yeah. o- it's also like a night like um a benign thing. It's just when you're walking down the street. It's not even that you're like I'm gonna throw a brick at that girl. It's um how you interact when she's behind the counter or you're behind the counter. Like you ch- if you change something about when somebody walks up based off their outfit or something. Yeah. Are you doing it because it's a certain color person? Yeah. Is you doing it because it's a certain sex person? I think there's a lot of classism. Sure. Sure. Certainly. Especially, and I think, uh, you know, thinking about this too is like there's there's class and sex all the time where it's like you you look at somebody yeah, and you they have their the specific kind of outfit on and you know maybe what kind of sex you, or would you would you not go for that person like mm-hmm. what there's all these things especially like once and uh, for me it's what's happening like once I turn 30 I'm like do I want a stable house like do I want a forever mm-hmm. person so now I'm like since my priorities are shifting now I look at the same sexual field in completely different eyes and I think to myself, oh, this person is would be good for twice and then never seeing them again, you know? Like, those are all still stereotypes, and they, it's like too many variables. And I think we're judging people. You have a stereotype about people of, like, somebody worth only fucking twice? Is that what you mean? Yeah, like a weekend tryst, and then yeah, you're never going to talk to them again. This person is good, but not. Versus, like, long term. And it's because they're black, you said? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. wow. That's, that's something about you, and that's rude. You know, when you... S- I felt like I was coming out with it. Um, um, once you said sex in class, I just thought of the tragedy that happens in our high schools and stuff. You know, like, teachers and stuff. Oh, so no, no, no. I did not... La- I was like, wait, what? Like <laughs> class system. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of, like, a hot coach hot or something. Hot coach. I told you... Did I say this on the podcast? I think I might not have, but when I was, like, 16 years old, I made mm-hmm. out with, like, oh... My 27-year-old tennis instructor. No. Yeah, I don't know if I knew that. Yeah, yeah. Are you okay? I'm fine. You want to talk about it? No. I, it, I, is this rude to say, but I remember it fondly and really thought it was the best. Yeah, um, I was going to ask if it was good. It was amazing. I it was like oh, amazing. I feel like maybe there's some people out there that they're older. How old were you, you said? Like 16. Maybe fi- maybe. Uh, you said 17 first. Did I say 17? Uh-huh. No, I was younger. That's the truth. <laughs> you know, what were you wearing? A tennis skirt? That's a good that's a good question. Um they like I mean, I think maybe some people are making it just the law just said, well, I don't know the law in your country. I actually don't know what the, the law, law in my here says you cannot. So you just cannot, even if you remember it fondly. Um you just cannot still that like abu- you know it's still not okay. But however you choose to remember something is okay. Whatever turns you on. I just want to be very true to myself all the time. So if I look back on an experience and that's how I feel, like I don't want to change that to fit into like what might be appropriate or not appropriate. Have you? Because I feel like that's detrimental too. Have you ever made out with like a tennis instructor? Maybe did you have a tennis instructor? Golf coach? No. No. Is your microphone on? It is it on? It's a little not. Here you go. There you go. Go for it. Okay. Uh, oh, there she is, guys. Sorry. <laughs> She's back. <laughs> Katie Stone, everybody. <laughs> you haven't heard anything. I said none of the potentially controversial things I said were caught on it's recording. Just us. And then we sound even crazier talking. <laughs> <laughs> True. I relate to you a lot, Katie, because I think you're horny, too, all the time. Like, you're Thank flirty. You. You're 
thriving. You're out there. You're like, <laughs> and like touching a shoulder. You know, like, I appreciate it. Someone told me that the other day, that I have like a p- particularly uh, sexual aura. And I, but I don't think they were saying like, you're slutty, you're hitting on everyone. But just that mm-hmm. like everything I do could easily be interpreted that way. I've been told that a lot. And sometimes it's not from a positive place. A lot of people use words to describe me that, I find offensive. Yeah. They get away with it because I'm fat or I'm some, I don't know. They don't want to fuck me. I don't know. But um, there's like a thing. I'm flirty with everybody. Yeah. And they'll say that you flirt with men and women. Years ago, I was like, I don't flirt with women because yeah. I wasn't interested in fucking one. And now I'm like, oh, if that's what you call flirting, sure. Like, I think there are people who just their language of communication is 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 soft. Like, yeah, is flirty. I guess yeah. is a good word for it. I want to make you feel good, and I'll like laugh with you, and like I'll look you in the eye when I do it. You know, whatever. Yeah. And make a little joke and make you feel special. I have female friends like that who I like think their language of communication is flirting, and I can't watch them talk to my boyfriends because I'm like, I trust you, I love you, I know this is how you talk to everyone. I am gonna leave the table for a moment so that you guys can chat to it's each other. It's the ultimate trust, honestly. Yeah, to think trusting a boyfriend with a girlfriend. Well, a girlfriend <laughs> that you think is flirt, you know, flirty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't know. I think guys go between they can't tell it all and. They look into everything like she wants to fuck me. Yeah. Just and just keeping that nugget of gold for themselves. Well, I, I was going to say, like, um, the idea of like meeting somebody or meeting a group of people and then like you think five of them are hot and then you happen to start dating one before the other. Or like if you like like this happened to me. So specifically. Specifically that like. I just went into a group of a band with the, the same guys that I've known my whole life. And I was like, I could maybe fuck any of these guys because they're all beautiful. It's a timing thing. So your boyfriend could have met your friend before you and dated her instead of you. Mm. Does that make sense? So that's dangerous territory there. Yeah. So I get where you leave the table. I would be like, fuck. Yeah. I wonder if anybody thinks that about you or me. Like if you're a flirty person, you know, mm. is there somebody out there that's like, I leave you know, if she's going to talk to my partner, like, I'm just going to walk away yeah. because I don't want to be jealous. Do you think somebody thinks that about you? I don't know. I've never thought about that. Well, I just feel weird because a lot of my exes are in comedy. <laughs> so, like, meeting their girlfriends, even if I think they're cool or whatever, because uh, I will usually eventually. Think they're cool? No, like, meet. Yeah. Girlfriends. Meet exes, new girlfriends. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. You've done. But I, I don't know. I think I'm cool. I think, like, you know, you kn- if you like someone, like, if you like an ex's new girlfriend and you think they're fine, you're like, I'll just, like, not go over there. Or I'll, n- I'll be, like, really intentionally, like, hi. It's <laughs> 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 hi, what's up? I've never done that. What if I did that? What if I was always just a dude if I was trying to be? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Uh, you just burp or, like, scratch something. Like, yeah. God. Um, so you think... You want to, like, pull off that flirting. How does that work when you meet an ex's new girlfriend? They do it. You do it. What is it? I don't know. In general, it's been, like, real in passing. It's happened a few times recently uh, where, like, I'll be at a party. And I don't know. I think I'm nice. Yeah, I would imagine you'd be nice. I mean, even if I can't maybe imagine it was, like, super dramatic and they, like, cheated on you with them or, like, yeah. something like that. Maybe a different. Maybe you just leave or maybe it's, but like, this yeah. is not the party for me. But what I mean is, does the ex walk up to her and go, Katie, this is Janet, Janet, this is Katie, you know? No, I always know them 
way ahead of time. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like a power move for sure. Um, I'm going through something right now where way ahead of time. So you look them up. You know well, about no, it. Well, no, I mean, my all my exes are in the comedy community. Yeah. So, like, I know someone tells me mm-hmm. or I see them online or something mm-hmm. way ahead of time. So I recently found out, like, about an ex who has a new girlfriend. So I, and it was told to me, right? Mm-hmm. Just walked up, somebody walked up to me and told me, just so you know, you know, whatever. So then, of course, I'm going to look at her social, like, yeah. she's cute, she's great. You know, and I just happened to mention to a friend of his, oh, well, I know he's dating her and that guy, my ex. I just don't want you to talk about my relationship. Like, well, I mean, we're going to see each other. Yeah. We've already been in the same room. Just introduce us. It's fine. Yeah. But some people aren't cool with that. Like, so I don't know if the girlfriend does it. Does every girlfriend want to meet you? Like, maybe they're intimidated or scared or they don't. Some girls don't like new girlfriends or old girlfriends or yeah i don't know i mean i don't think i'm not like super close with any of my exes anymore uh i'm super close with one of my exes but it's been like four years Mm -hmm. and also i haven't met his current girlfriend would love to meet her Mm -hmm. if you're listening (laughs) um no my weirdest uh like let's call her (laughs) (laughs) my weirdest ex's new girlfriend story is that i moved here with a guy uh in 2011 and we dated for like two years on and off and then we broke up, and he got in a really serious relationship after that, and he dated her for a couple years, too. And then, um, down the line, I dated this other guy who worked at the same company as the boyfriend I moved here with. We dated, it was like huge heartbreak. You guys know about this one. Mm-hmm. It was a big heartbreak. And then his next girlfriend after that, same girl. Oh. So, I've never met her. Well, no, I did meet her one time. But oh, she's, she's, dated, two but of she's your exes. dated two of your exes. Yeah, the next relationship afterwards. Whoa. Her name is Caitlin. Oh, Caitlin. What does that that's feel like? You know, crazy. Just Not her name. That's a completely <laughs> normal name. But yeah, but it's just mine's Katie, so that's why I brought it oh. up. Oh, I didn't even put that together. Me neither. Katie and Caitlin. Um, I mean, maybe they, it's l- Honestly, easier in bed when they don't have to like say a different name, you know, like, mm, yeah, yeah. Does you she, you think she knows? Like, oh yeah, she definitely knows. Yeah. Sorry. You I've, never ne- I've never talked to her. What if, what if that guy just never tells what his ex-girlfriend's name is? Is that possible? Cause I ask, I want to know everything about your ex. Just, I love the women. I'm not going to hate this new girl. Yeah. Because. Even if they walk down the aisle <coughs> and get married, um, I might write her in my suicide note, but I wouldn't <laughs> hate her. Like, she's cool, fine, but unless yeah. she hates me. No, I, I mean, agree. but it's, I mean, that's, I get that too. And I think, you, I feel like I'm, what I'm getting from you is a um, mixture of ambivalence, but also, what's that about? Well, it's like some it's kind of curiosity there. That's, that's like specific instance. Could it be a coincidence? If How it happens one more time. Oh, then oh call the police. That would be really fun. <laughs> fuck. But for now, you're, you're settled right in that middle ground of like, this could be a very dumb, shitty coincidence, mm-hmm. or this could be kind of pathological. Because you met them two different ways. Yeah. And then... Ha- do they have anything in common other than where they work? You know, like, what are the chances? I don't know. It's weird. I think because <laughs> I think the, I don't know. I think at least one yeah. of them must have met on Tinder or some shit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just guessing. Also, maybe also to consider that um, She's you both her. have the same oh. type mm-hmm. and those people that you've dated also have the same type. Yeah. They don't look dissimilar from each other. Yeah. Do you and her look alike? 
I don't think so. Are you both blonde? No. White. Okay. Why are you, you both white? What? White. Oh, yeah, she is white. I thought you said what? Like none of my exes uh, would ever date someone who wasn't blonde. <laughs> what? Ew, a brunette. I know. Gross. Um, hey, I think my ex's new girl looks like me. You do? Yeah, I think she's like a cuter version of me, but yeah. I think she looks like me. She's got like same color eye, same color hair, like you know, my girlfriend but not fat. She's not fat. Exes are wildly different yeah. than me. And yeah. each ex is wildly different from the previous one. Like j- like real rainbow there mm-hmm. of of Do you peoples. date the same person? Like isn't that a sex in the city thing where it's like are we just doing the same thing over and over again? Your girlfriend not. But no. are you am I? No, maybe. maybe. Mine are all funny. That is that is something that they that they could share there. Yeah, but it's not the same type of guy. No, certainly not. not. It's a different type of loser. And physically, that I'm attracting well every different, different time. Yeah. Just mm. kidding. I love them all. Oh, are you s- still dating the same one like last time I had? Yes. Just making sure, because I didn't want to put my foot in my mouth. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. It could be a completely new one. We have we've had plenty of time to break up and find a new person. <laughs> <laughs> There's um. always time to break up, honey. Yeah. You know, we could always choose to not do this anymore tomorrow. Oh. Oh, okay. Sorry, well, I it's not happening, out. Jesus. <laughs> I know. I just bummed myself out. I think that that's like per- put in your vows. Like, let's do this until we don't want to. Yeah. Very Brad and Jen. It's fine. Do you guys think they're going to get back together? Justin and J- oh, <gasps> they're both divorced. Do you think yeah. they have one of those packs? Oh God. Packs. Those packs are incredible, by the way. If you made a pact with somebody while you were married to him, if we're both not married by the time we're fifty. Let's get married again. <laughs> what? If we need to revive our careers late in <laughs> life. <laughs> High oh drama. My God, the world would go crazy. Brad and Jen. Trump would be able to get away with anything because the people would be distracted. <laughs> <laughs> with that salacious oh piece of God. Yeah. What um, were you going to ask her about her relationship? Oh, I just, I think that I was fully contextualizing our conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fully contextualizing. I do. Thank you. Smart way to put um, that. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's, that's also, you kind of talked about her like she's real cool, you know, last time we hung out. I'm yeah. sure you still feel that way. Uh, but I was like, oh, I wonder if she broke up with that girl and she has a new girlfriend. And like, what would that be like? Because she clearly really liked her because you're oh still with her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. this one could be like, you know, a librarian who's very quiet. Like Rachel's like wild woman. She's wild. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, we say her name. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I feel bad that I said that one girl's name. But then again, how many people are there in the world? If Caitlin, listen, honestly, if Caitlin is listening to this and she's dated two of your exes. She knows. Then she for sure is stalking. Like, it's <laughs> next she wears your skin. There is nothing again. Yeah. Like, I think, uh, honestly, it could only serve to warn her that you're aware and you lock your door at night. Like. <laughs> It's two betas in a fishbowl, just like, we know we're there, you know? like Oh, yeah. They, they can, they, you know, we know we're there. I, do you, I don't have anybody in my life that has, like, ever kind of commingled with an ex. Like, I've mm-hmm. never found out that somebody was cheating on me. Mm-hmm. I have the most dramatic breakup I've had is very much, like, I'm sorry, I don't want to be with you anymore. And yeah. then that was, like, painful mm-hmm. in and of oh, itself. Easy. But yeah, but never, like, a big big thing do you guys have like big big drama stories at the end of a relationship i mean i have like the gut-wrenching like my body is torn in half 
a cry in public breakups like <laughs> break up you know really sad too. i've had one where we just sit on the tv and like we sit on the couch and watch tv because we're like yeah let's not do this and then i've had the one that's like depletes everything you have you know yeah. <laughs> going through it is that dramatic enough for you Alpha? i just don't i said that myself i would never not. though like <coughs> I would never be the kind, and, and I've talked about this, I know before, but to cause a scene, to, you know, do a whole thing in public or something, but I'm surprised that I haven't sent, like, various pathetic text messages. Yeah. So I never thought I was that kind of person, and mm. then this happened uh, a couple years ago. I had a breakup that was, like, really, really heartbreaking. <laughs> uh, I was really upset about it, and it he broke up with me. I quit my job on a Friday. He broke up with me that Sunday, and I was supposed to have my first psychiatry appointment because I'd been in a major depression that Wednesday. Uh, so I go to the psychiatry appointment. They put me on antidepressants. Uh, and then I wait for them to titrate up. It's been like a month. And then we like met up. And then after we met up, I started going nuts. Like I started going crazy. I was like really shitty to him in public, like really shitty to him all the time. Sent him all these crazy messages. Uh, and then it turned out that the antidepressant I was on, like, I like I have bipolar disorder, mm -hmm. and it made my mania, like, way worse. Mm. So this drug that was supposed to make me less crazy actually just, like, kicked it into high gear. And then, like, for eight months, I just made bizarre decisions. Because no, you feel great. So, like, mm -hmm. I didn't know anything was wrong. Uh, and then when I went back to the doctor and I was like, I don't know, I haven't been eating normally. This makes me nauseous. They were like, you shouldn't be on this I, I went to a new doctor they're like this holy is bad shit you. you just fucked with your shit for a little bit yeah. oh my god was it kind of fun to be oh. like that petty and bitchy it was it felt so good and apparently like I've t i mean i have to work on this in therapy because like i'll be like that version of me got so much done like uh, mm -hmm. and like had so many creative projects uh and now i just have to like haul myself through the world <laughs> yeah but i i've heard other people talk about managing their mental illness and like any creative type, it's going to change something. Yeah. And you have to learn how to work with it no matter what. But fuck, that's so crazy. <laughs> I do. I have felt that like being in that level of because it's like emotion to act to acting mm. is very quick. Yes. I think that's what happens. So there is no like filter there or a yeah. moment of well, how would I deal with this feeling? Mm -hmm. It's just a straight line to your body. You react. Yeah. You yeah. react. Have you ever done that? I don't think I've. Uh, it's very rare. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm extremely controlled and very, um, but I used to not be that way when I was a teenager. So I had to rattle it in mm -hmm. everything that I did, you know, and even into maybe 22, 23, every single fucking thing that I did was emotion to action mm -hmm. immediately. Mm -hmm. It was very little thought, no real understanding of consequence. I still struggle mm -hmm. with that, but. Um, it didn't come out in ways like you're talking. It didn't come out in anger. My impulsiveness came out in lying, you know, cheating, like being li like just bad stuff. Um, so th it's just a different outlet for, I think, a very similar emotion. Mm -hmm. But I feel like what you're talking about, that it, it, it does, it seems fun because it's like a release of. Yeah. Oh yeah. The I've anger never is just out, you know. If I've ever give it so like to be that unapologetically like fuck you or haha -ha or like your yeah. dick sucks you know in public to say what you want to be that you're that like living that ugly truth in a beautiful way 
I've never done. If I think for a second, cry. I would say Beautiful. don't mm. do it though. Because I'm not, like, I can't do it. I won't. Some, well, and some women like really respected it and appreciated it and would be like, I've been through what you're being through. And, and like, I appreciate, cause that's the thing you think of it. And I do still think of it this way. Like you think of it as like the art you're putting out. Cause like a lot of it was like well-crafted. It was jokes or whatever. Um, but the other people, like, especially, like, in a comedy scene, everyone fucking knows who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And everybody is like, wow, Katie's a cunt now. You know, like, mm-hmm. I can't believe she would say that about that person I know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, like, it really it really fucked with a lot of my relationships. Like, it wasn't. I, like, there are communities that I can't really go back to. I bet there's like sca- g- scared guys out there just like, ugh. I know. Katie's the guy cute, but no, don't do it. The guy I dated right after that was like, I'll never break your heart because there's a bl- you have a blog people actually read. <laughs> yeah. I, you no, know, I, I won't do it. If I think for a second that you could come back at me with something, then I would never publicly, like, flay you. Um and I only, world. I'll living. only I will talk about play you. But if you have like a picture of me, whatever, you know, or I did something shitty to you, I will never do that. Or, you know, I can't publicly put my feelings out there like that. Only about things that have happened like and my version of that truth. Yeah. I can't be like, I love you, you know, like or leave a party or be like, he's in there talking to her about yeah. some guy. I could never do that if it it wouldn't go well for me. I won't do it. I I understand what you're saying, and but I, if I think I have the too. upper hand. I'll do it. <laughs> I think it's a it's a it's a basic way of um, of like acting, but I think that's what makes it so delicious in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. Th- there is, um, you know, like all these learned behaviors of how to how to be polite and how to be everything. Yeah. They just are gone, and there's a um, it's almost like ode to Katie or ode to Oha. It's just like your most concentrated <laughs> form of emotion. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe I pine after it, or I'm like I like I romanticize it because of how opposite of that I mm-hmm. am, you know. No, me, same thing. It not okay. So like, take ex boyfriends off the table, which would be so great to just write everything. Don't you think like that should be required thing? Is you should listen to their last girlfriend say what they thought was wrong with mm-hmm. them, just to at least hear it. <gasps> it's beautiful. And chain. like, y- they could be. You could be like, oh, that's fucking dumb. Or you could be like, ah. Watch out for this. Yeah. Um, I think that should be required mm. listening. But everyone, every boy comes with like one note attached, like pinned to a shirt for the next girl mm-hmm. to like read what, like you get to list five <gasps> things he's done. That's beautiful. Um, we should do that. They won't do it. No, no, no. Listen, we do it in a different way. Like what's something that a girl would go for in an apartment that you could leave for the new girlfriend oh, shit. so that she'll find it. You take something like his comb and carve just one word <laughs> like um <laughs> handmaid's tale where she like touches the bottom she's like somebody was here somebody's been through what i've been through and you just carve somewhere on their body you know a word where they and won't the girl's see. just gonna she's gonna figure it out somebody's been here they've been through this i'm not alone um <laughs> mm-hmm. i i just think that maybe what it comes through okay take ex-boyfriends off the table take all that off the okay, table they're off what about saying exactly you were saying that, like, between thought and, and reaction, what if you do that for anything? There's happy people out there. I've seen them. They just say some little quip to a stranger in line. They talk to the guy serving them their hot food at lunch. They just say all these things, and they have these little interactions. And I'm like, God, I wish I could do that. But that's not where my r- real stuff comes from. My, my stuff comes from when I don't 
what I'm holding back from saying, uh-huh. but I want to kind of say, like I have the impulse to say. I think a lot of people would, if I told them this, they'd be surprised to hear it. But a lot of people would not think, I, I hold back a lot too. They'll go, you're not shy. I'm not shy, but I'm embarrassed maybe sometimes to just say whatever's, I have it in my mind, but I won't say it. But I choose to say a lot of the s- wrong things, like maybe these other things would be better that I keep, but I hold in a lot. Yeah. Just little observations, um, little things that I see. And you see these mainly older people. I generally see, say, like an older man who just just comments on the colors of the world every everywhere. I oh, the sky is this. The macaroni is this. Mm-hmm. The car is this. The way that I'm thinking about it is more like, Somebody that you love says something that you think is stupid. Yeah. And then instead of saying like, oh, that was stupid mm-hmm. or that didn't make any sense, you would say something like, <laughs> that's so funny. No, I don't do that. I yeah. Don't so I. Th- I might just ignore you. Yeah. That's that's where do I'm at. Do you just ignore? I usually I will ignore. Yeah. Um, okay. But if they ask you like a direct question, you would maybe tell them. I w- yeah. If they asked me directly, I would definitely tell them. I do think that like we are the generation of sharing more and telling more people what we think, uh-huh. whereas somebody like my grandparents are way more used to just like fucking keeping it in tight. And I wonder what's better, really. They <laughs> had they didn't do as much anal sex, and they needed all those mm-hmm. emotion to really tighten up that butthole. And we're letting dicks in our ass now, in this like Opening different, up. yeah, this different generation that's come about. So we're just we're looser. Do you really think we're having more anal sex than previous generations? Uh-huh. Yeah. I think some sex trends have to change. I guess you're right that like porn has normalized uh-huh. anal more. Uh, we So we have this, we've talked about this before, so I won't talk too long about it, but we've um, interviewed a dominatrix twice mm-hmm. now. And the first time we interviewed her, sh- we talked about the things that she gets asked to do <coughs> are very extreme. And it, when she first started, she got a lot of foot stuff. Mm-hmm. That was extreme. Then. <coughs> I'm so sorry. But now it's normalized. So people are doing it more in their own homes mm. versus going somewhere and paying to do it. Yeah. So there's, got there's things that sex trends have to change. So I think buttholes are the new frontier. Buttholes are the new, you know, like landed What's that space that? shuttle on there, stuck our flag in there, and we've been going back ever since. Y'all got merch. I think buttholes are the new frontier. Is <laughs> we should do it. New frontier. <laughs> yeah, I'm so I mean sorry I'm coughing. I'm, I'm just sorry for existing. I'm yeah. <coughs> Make yourself tiny and quiet. Oh, God. <coughs> if the sun starts blinding you. I choked on a sperm. <laughs> That's a very tiny thing to choke on. You've got a tiny little mouth. That I'm swallowing one terrifying. sperm. Oh, no. But what you were saying before is like. Yes, there's there's like a new frontiers in that regard. Um, and then there's stuff that will it ever be okay? You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, if it ever does get to be okay, is that when the world ends? I don't think you mean okay. I think you mean normal. Normal. Like scat play. Okay. Scat is I a mean good that one. Is no, no, no. something S- I don't think we'll ever normalize. A scat is good. Shitting on someone. That's what, isn't that the Yes, same that's thing? what I'm okay. saying. Shitting okay. on someone. I so you were like, and. <laughs> <laughs> scat and shitting. Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's too <laughs> I love that. I bet that joke has never been made, not even on Family Guy. You know? Hey. Have you guys seen those letters uh, from to James Cleo? Joyce to his lover? <gasps> yes. Uh, no. 
What is who's James Joyce? <laughs> James Joyce is author? this like confusing oh. author. Yes, yes, he wrote okay. Ulysses' uh, portrait of the artist and the young man. Uh, this one? Yes. Uh, and it is gross. He's like, ah, you're gonna fart all over my farting dick. Whoa. I love it when you do your little farts. Yeah, there's a lot of farty stuff. <laughs> How? I mean, that's sexual to him is farting. Mm-hmm. Maybe poopy a little bit. Maybe it could be. You okay, know. so you know what if th- what if that gets normal? I don't know. Um, we'll be dead and we'll be fine with it. It'll be your kid's problem. Yeah. So if you choose to don't have those, then know it. that what you're setting them up for is to get shit on their chest. Your beautiful baby girl that you hold. Just imagine one day somebody just leaving a pile of Indian food that they've done in their body, so like just on their boobies. Okay. I'm just I just have to motherhood is silence is for beautiful. you guys to be able to really truly <laughs> imagine that. Everybody that's driving in the car is like, my kid no <laughs> Um or your little baby boy is just gonna take it right on the chest or yeah. something. Yeah, that's really I know, that's what I'm saying. I know, but I'm just responding. <coughs> I'm having emotional honesty with you right now. I think you should because you gotta look towards the future if you're talking about normalizing this stuff. Uh, your campaign is to normalize scat, which you're gonna now be the spokesperson for. Um, uh, listen, I don't know. I say, I've said this before a lot. I say, say yes. If you love somebody and it doesn't hurt you, say yes. But that is such a line because it's poop. I, I want to know more about, w- wait, why were you using scat as an example? Sh- no, just like so the, wild. the last thing I think we would ever know. Uh, the last uh-huh. thing. I was thinking like banging corpses. That's bad, wow, too. Wow, you did one-up me. I, d- I was like, where do we go? What's heightening? What's heightening? <laughs> you mean uh, between alive people, Oha? So changing the rules as we're playing the game, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Both are very bad. What's worse? Fucking well, Satan. Uh, Fucking the Satan? The Satan. Philias, Satan. all the family of Philias. What's that? The Peta, the oh Philia. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's not, yeah, that's the, the new level. That's uh-huh. a different. That's bad. That's that should never. That'll never be normalized, that right? That's a deviance yeah. of of sickness. Like well, and that wanting that to shit on someone is weird, but it's not a sickness. Yeah, that's a good point because that that is consensual. That's the difference. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then that's it. and then fucking a corpse, I think, didn't cross the line for me because in theory, this is like a body that's been in the ground. For you're like mm-hmm. grave robbing to fuck a corpse, and like you don't know them. I don't know. I don't think of bodies as. I think they're just collections of cells. Yeah. You're just putting your dick in a collection of cells. Mm-hmm. Or you're putting a, a collection of cells dick in you. Hey, that's... I that wow. Yeah. I don't know how that works. No, I don't think it Somebody works. call in. Callers. Callers, if call you in. fucked a corpse, you which way? Top or bottom? During rigor mortis. Oh. As a woman. I'll show you rigor mortis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, get it? I did it. Back, that's a callback for that's what I was good. saying earlier. Um, <laughs> so j- she's saying the poopy because that's so far. But... Not out of the realm of possibility. That will always be in fashion. It will always be now. It, it should always be normalized. Yeah. Because it means that we're in agreement. And yeah. that is the most important thing. Is um, that we're all in agreement. It would be very much scary. There has been a time twice now. One really time that a boyfriend, and this is not about poopy, but that when you have that talk, like where you're like, what's your fantasy? You know, what's your mm-hmm. fantasy? And you talk about that, that I've been like, oh, I don't know. And I regretted asking. Like, I wish that we didn't talk about this. I wish yeah. that 
I didn't know what were not they? it wasn't even huge but it was a very serious request of like and maybe I, I can't even maybe remember correctly now of like wanting to watch me get fucked or something you know and like that's not out of the realm of possibility for people mm-hmm. but I was like I really hope that he doesn't try to put this together like yeah it's fun to talk about I'm not going to do it yeah likely at this maybe point. you could use it in dirty talk or something but right you but he was serious so yeah. I was like oh okay he's for real and yeah. now I'm like I don't think so because you got to be sex positive you yeah. know well, I, it's a boundaries thing at yeah. that point oh god no you're gonna you. say something uh, well, two of my best friends are in a relationship, and they uh, they have people third all the time, mm-hmm. uh, and they're both kind of, you know, they're into it. It's mm-hmm. consensual, uh, and one time they were leaving me and my current boyfriend to go do that, like to meet up with a girl, uh, and I'm, I, I made some joking comment, like, I bet you wish we were doing that, and then I immediately regretted it, because then we had to have, like, a real conversation mm. about whether we'd ever have a threesome, and, like, I think for me, it's just, like, it's it's a self-confidence thing, you know, where it's like I have to love myself a little bit more before I'm willing to let yes you be with someone else and trust that you still want to be with them. Even like the idea of you watching me fuck someone else, like just I think about what that person's going to think. I think yeah. about all this other stuff. So I'm just like, oh, no, it's a self-conscious, yeah. like self-confidence thing. Like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't want that. Yeah. Um, especially if it's a girl or something. Um, I think in a threesome, listen, I think that usually only you would fuck your boyfriend. The other yeah. girl just like does things if it's a girl. Yeah. That's what he whatever. said was he was like, I don't necessarily want to like penetrate another woman. Mm-hmm. I just want to watch you do stuff to her. And I was like, oh, okay. that's what this guy was saying. But he wasn't like preparing it as a threesome. He was just like in the corner or something. And I just was like, oh, you're so serious about it that I'm just like, no, what if her boobs are better than mine? Like, I can't do that. I can certainly see how the the confidence thing falls in there. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a question of, again, um, uh, this is what I think about in my head when I'm thinking about whether or not I'm okay with something or if something's going to hurt me. <coughs> I try to follow that thought to the very end of the line, mm-hmm. which is like, say, imagine it's that situation you were describing. So, okay, so me and my boyfriend have sex with this other girl. Um, he really likes her. He dis- he likes her more than me now, mm-hmm. and now he's breaking up with me to date this other person. But it doesn't even so have to be a threesome, right? No, it doesn't have to. It, it, what if it's anything? What if your boyfriend or girlfriend, let's say girlfriend for or partner, what if your partner wants you to do pony play? Yeah. So listen, what my th- my instinct is to say, yeah, I'll do that. It's where you put like a horse tail oh, in yeah. your butt. And you like, you're a horse. You're like... <laughs> And it's and sexy. You do like you eat hay, and you like mm-hmm. he puts you in your stall overnight. A yeah. Bathroom. What? So it's like a sex thing. You know, it's like a role play thing, like a furry. Okay. But you pretend you're a horse. So even listen to the self conscious you would still have by thinking, I don't know how to do this. I'm gonna do it wrong. I'm gonna look stupid. I'm gonna not know what to do. So then you're just like, I don't want to do. I can't do it. Yeah, for me, it's just, like, I follow that, like, insecurity to the very end of my worst nightmare, mm-hmm. and then I think whether or not I could deal with it. Yeah. Like, could I deal with that? That if the worst-case scenario right here happens, 
And then I, I make myself kind of go through it in my head. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, it would hurt for a while. I'd talk to my friends. Like, you know what I mean? And then I'm like, oh, that's actually fine. Yeah. Like, if that is what happened, then How I exciting. would get over. You know what I mean? Oha, like Oha has a bad experience trying a kink. And she's hurt for a while and then gets to talk to her friends. So she shows up on my door like, can I tell you something? <laughs> I dressed up as a horse to fuck my girlfriend. <laughs> and the bridle got stuck in my hair. It was embarrassing. <laughs> I cried. Like, and I just get to hear that. How cool would that be? Your you best friend calls it. you and is like, I went to a sex club. Like, slipped on the pool water. Everyone saw my labia. Like, whatever, you know. That that would be a really fun stories and friendships would be so much better if you had those you could i have i think we had we do have those has um, there ever been a kink y'all have tried like a uh, like one that you were like oh oh that somebody asked that uh, somebody else was like hey oh how uh-huh. are you into this and i was like we can try it yeah that you did try what kind of spanking snme stuff snme and i was like yeah we can try it and then I had trouble. Did you get hit in the face or something? Like No, hitting in the face. They wanted me to hit them in their face. And you did it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Some like choking, a bit of choking. Yeah. A bit of, um, just, you know, I'm uncomfortable by yeah. this. <laughs> I do feel like choking is hella normalized at this yeah. point. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Choking is child's play. That is okay, because that's You just do it I'm to doing. hold on to or something. Right? <laughs> When you're fucking, you can like, yeah, (laughs) that's for kids, okay? The person I've been with who's the most into that was the youngest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's a new generation just choking each other in high school. Fucking young people is honestly the It's that thing where like. (laughs) Not children, by the way. I meant like young 20s and stuff. I'm like, "Mm, no. You guys ever played that game? Do you ever guys um, had an orgasm from when people played that game where they like put you up on the wall and choked you so that you would pass out? I remember that game. I've never had an orgasm from that. I know it's a joke. Okay. <laughs> you guys remember when you were about in junior high and you had orgasms because someone choked you out? Also, that's like where it comes you from. You actually had a game in middle school where you would just hold each other against the wall and choke each Don't other? Don't you okay. remember when you Don't used to, like, choke yourself? Yeah. Let's see if you could, like... We're yeah, we knew, and we grew up in different countries. You must know about I this. Try to in, like, them. around sixth grade, every year, these kids figure out that you can kind of choke yourself... And like the blood See stars, kind of like yeah, you kind of go right before you pass out, right? And so you stop yourself before you pass out. Kids do this once they figure out like how to hold, or your ho- your friend holds you, or something, and they do it. You gather in yards, you gather on the tetherball yeah. court, and you choke. Everybody each other gets out. to jerk, and nobody's dick out. is out. But I think that somebody along the line was like, "I'm gonna do that," but touch my dick <laughs> like, i'm gonna ch- i'm gonna have this sensation and that sensation at the same time yeah that's how it happened and it maybe it started with our generation that's why it's huge now choking is choking can be first date stuff you know it's kind of creepy it is uh not creepy i don't want him to hear this and think i mean that but my current boyfriend uh is uh uh in he's a martial artist he spends like ow- hours and hours a week uh, practicing jujitsu and stuff. He could for sure choke you. He could murder me a million different ways, and mm. like has never hurt me, but has definitely like 
just like while we're waking up in the morning or whatever, like put me in different holds that are, and, and I'm always like, he's not trying to creep me out. He's mm-hmm. just having, like, he's having fun. This is like how he plays. But I'm like, you could kill me. You mm-hmm. show me every day new ways <laughs> you could kill me. <laughs> he's wrestling and being cute, but you're just like, oh, okay, just never forget. Like, <laughs> this motherfucker could like control you. I love the idea that she takes a quick, I just, I thought of a joke. I gotta write this down in my notebook. <laughs> and then the notebook is just like, headlock. Um, <laughs> foot in groin area. Make sure to stay away from yeah. that. He if does you find this. Yeah. He does <laughs> tell me ways to choke other people. Like he's shown me that. Mm-hmm. And then one time we were on a walk and I was like, you should show me how to fight back. So we just passed an empty lot. And this is all going to sound really fucked up. It's all very playful and nice. He like knocked me over and started wrestling me in this open lot. And I was like, you have to stop doing this because someone's going to call the cops and I you could get shot or something. It's like, a very brave brown man in this world. Very brave that. brown man. Honestly, yeah. uh, I have a girlfriend who dates a black guy and she likes to run away and go, help, help. And um, <laughs> just sit there in public just for a second to see if somebody says something. He thinks he's going to get I shot. I just feel like we're living in a really tough time and we should be careful. You know, <laughs> yeah, I don't do be it. Careful about what we're doing there. Um, no, what is it? You've never done a king. I've never been at like, so I asked and oh, I answered fully felt uncomfortable by in- you didn't have to. Um, you've done the choking and the spanking and stuff. I've done that. That's not what I would consider a kink. I uh, had an ex who was into the smell of farts, but I, w- I wasn't, I was like, I can't do I sexually. Can't. If you yeah. want me to continue being aroused, then that's not something. Exactly. Yeah. He wanted, he, he wanted you to fart and you did. He wanted it. I don't know. Like, how often do you have to fart during sex? Like, I say like four or five times a on a month? busy day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's different. It's just yeah. Well, it depends on position too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever your butthole's doing is right for you. Thank you. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have many memories, honestly, and of needing to fart during sex. Hey, I should meet him because my farts are really bad. You should meet They me. hurts. I mean, it, it hurts people around me. It's yeah. hurt friendships. It's hurt everything. I still love you. Something inside me is rotten. That's because I'm a big farter, too. So it's like, you know, it sm- takes one to smells one. Takes one to <laughs> smell one. <laughs> um, what? Katie, ha- have you had fun doing this? Podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we ask people during the podcast whether it's or not It's been they an hour fun. is what I'm saying. Like, has oh. it been fun? It's been fun. <laughs> Thank you. Am I answering your questions adequately? Mm-hmm. You are. Yes, okay. of course. Like everything you are is adequate. Oh my god, thank you. <laughs> People don't say <laughs> that. Like you are enough. perfectly adequate. Um, that sounds like my mom talking to me. No, but thank you so much. I feel like we talked about a lot of cool stuff today. Um, I'm really excited to think more about the stuff that we talked about. And um, I think if people see her being attacked by a man in a parking lot, just walk away. She's playing with her, her boyfriend. boyfriend. Take a look at a picture of him <laughs> before make you sure. walk away. <laughs> <laughs> just she'll be fine. It She's got it. Extremely handsome Indian dudes are now allowed to attack me in parking <laughs> lots. Use this uh, One in sparingly. Yeah, I'm just saying she's fine. She's got it. You can go. <laughs> like, uh, don't bother her. Um, hey, yeah, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having what me. What do you have coming up? What do you want people to know about you? Where can they find you? I 
You know, I don't know. And Austin and I host a monthly show called Naughty Bits, which is a session dating advice stand-up show. <laughs> I also produce a good number of improv comedy productions at Cold Town Theater. You can find information at coldtowntheater.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what about your – you want Instagram or no? Oh, sure. Uh, I'm I'm big on Twitter. Oh that would yeah. be the place where I'm actually enjoyable to use Stranger at Stone 42 Stranger. I, I doubt they want to look at pictures of selfies and stuff. Oh, my God. I thought your name was Stranger at KatieStone.42, <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> Twitter, yes, your Twitter's amazing. KatieStone42. 42. I said dot. <laughs> I was thinking dot. I'm very sorry. Something's wrong with my brain. It's You're all good, Stacey. Um, I'm going to go think about how I fetishize people and things like that. Yeah. I got to work on myself. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank and you, Mockingbird. Yes, thank you, Mockingbird Network, Brenda Valdivia, Alex Oriani for the special oh, assist today. Um, thank you so much to Katie, to the city of Austin. Thank you, Austin. Um, and we've to you. had an amazing time here this week. We will be back. Um, and we uh, love please you. rate and review us. We love you guys. Bye. Relationship.